0: I got interrupted by an incoming phone call. It knocks out the uh, recording unceremoniously. And anyway, uh, look, to wrap it up. Um, Okay, so the argument was this. You you have on the one side your rapper types who will refuse to use English properly. And they say that is the road uh to us um becoming masters of ourselves you know winning you know? and and then you have someone on the other side of the fence this person called Candace Owen or Candace Owens um who says no that won't work you know it's not a, learn to speak english properly uh because um it it'll you know i don't know what her argument is um yeah maybe she's thinking if you if you try and start a new language so fast so fast as that um it's going to take you hundreds of years to develop that language till it's making sense because it ta- it does it takes hundreds of years for a language to start making sense well, not for the language to make sense, but it takes hundreds of years for, uh, for you, of language development um till it gets to a point that you can make sense with it. You know, so I think Candace Owens may, may be saying, listen, you know, cold turkey, you're going to start a new language now. You know, which right now is grammatically incorrect and all over the joint, and it's impossible to make really good sense with it. You know, because you're mangling it on purpose. You know, and we know why you're mangling it on purpose. Um, but you're mangling it all the same. And you know, if you mangle the grammar and all that sort of stuff, and the spelling, it's going. You know, you're going to have to evolve that eventually, and um, and you know, after a couple of hundred years, you'll start to make sense. No, you know, um, you know, whatever language you learn, it doesn't matter what language you use. Use one that is already evolved. You know. If you're going to start one, it's going to take you hundreds of years before you can compete with people who have got an evolved language. You know, maybe she's thinking something like that. You know? So, you know, rappers, they tend to speak with mangled grammar. They do it on purpose, and it's very um uh, entrancing and all that sort of stuff. You know, even I can see that. Um, it, rhythmically, it it hops along, you know. And all that sort of stuff and it's really catchy and all that sort of stuff and it sounds good but it doesn't make sense you know and um and because it's constrained in other ways you know like it, ha- it you're forced to force so many rhymes and all that sort of stuff you end up using what's not the best word for what you're trying to say um you know if you have to get 64 lines in a uh rap song, where all those lines rhyme, um, you know and that's your objective it's not going to you're not going to be able to make able to make a lot of sense with it you're going to be throwing some words in there that are inferior to other words that you could have used, and all that sort of stuff you know all that sort of stuff anyway if you're going to mangle a language you're going to put yourself in a losing position for a fair while is what Candace argues, I think you know. She says, listen, you know, yeah, fight the battles, fight the battles, all that sort of stuff. But use a language that makes sense. And look, the reality is that tiny little island, England, that's the lingua franca of the world, you know, for the time being until maybe Chinese takes over, you know. But even Chinese people can speak English. Um, That tiny little drop of land on the end of Europe you know, um, that language, that tiny, you look at it on the globe and you go, what, hang on, where is it, just give me a second, nah, you know what it looks like, you know? <laughs> the whole world, yeah, the whole world,
1: <laughs> you know,
0: and, uh, and you've got, where's England, you know, you probably won't even be able to see it, it's there somewhere, there it is, you know, you've got this tie, it's tie, It's in there somewhere, it's not even the whole thing, part of that's Ireland, you know. Um, and part of it's Scotland, you know. And there's a tiny little dot in there, it's called England, and now all of that, and all of that Africa, and all of that Europe, and all of that Asia, whoo, and all of that Australia, even the indigenous people, and all of that America and the other America, you know, and all of that, Greenland and Iceland and everything, you know, um, all of it just speaks English, that's just unbelievable, you know, there's people even in the ocean, (laughs) there's people in the islands, in the Pacific Islands, speaking English, unbelievable, and um, maybe Candace Owens is the same, listen, you can fight that, you can fight that, but you'd be an idiot, don't do it. Speak English properly, or you won't be able to compete because they'll be speaking everyone else. All the Africans in Africa will be speaking proper English, except for the ones who've been sucked into rap. Yeah, you know. all the Africans in Africa, yeah. You know, um, my goddaughter was saying, well, Take Kenyans, for example, they speak beautiful English. Take Indians, you know, they speak beautiful English. I love watching, I, I love listening to Indians speaking uh, mainly because they're funny. They're like Irish people, yeah. You, know. you know, an Indian person and an Irish person, they can say something and it just sounds funny, and they don't even have to be funny. It's just in their tone of voice, you know. Um, oh my goodness, you know. I you see. If I say, "Oh my goodness," yeah. You know, if I say, "Oh my goodness," that's not funny. But if I was Indian, I you go, know, "Oh my goodness!" Suddenly, it's funny. I don't know why. You know, but the point is their grammar is beautiful. The average, you know, sort of you know, educated Indian, um, they use such a. I well, I know. I follow the cricket. I listen to cricket commentators. And I know who's got the best language. The Indians. They're amazing. And the Pakistanis too. Um, so they understand. And, you know, if they would probably suggest to African-Americans, listen. The road to making sense is to use a language um, the way it was you know, that it has evolved. The Indians are the masters of this, you know they've got Sanskrit, for example, which is an amazing language. I've got a book of languages here somewhere. I started to read that, and I was reading about Sanskrit and Greek, you know, and how those two languages are kind of art forms and logic forms in and of itself. Sanskrit and Greek, you know, they're kind of the super classical, amazing languages. Um, Internally consistent, tend not to borrow from other languages. Greek's starting to do that now. That's tragedy too. Greek's trying to just dumb itself down now in the modern age. But back in the old days, Greek used to be a creator of language, not a borrower. And Sanskrit, the same, you know. uh, and that's why those two languages remain so amazingly influential uh, to this day. You know, they sit behind a lot of thinking. You know, even the Nazis, you know, Himmler, you know, uh, Himmler, you know. I, I, no, he wasn't Hitler, but he was the other one, you know. He used to um, walk around with some Sanskrit in his pocket everywhere he went. You know, He had the um, Bhagavad Gita in his trench coat, you know, and... Um, and the Nazis, you know, they took a lot of um, uh, notice of Sanskrit. They recognised the purity of the thing. And Europeans and everybody in the world recognises the, um, the marvel that is Greek. And this is because these languages uh, evolved in, as an art form. You know, and English is a massive borrower, which makes it powerful in another way. Um, but the point is, it doesn't matter whether you are a language creator or a language borrower, because one of the reasons English is just spread around the world is, is because it's borrowed so many words from everywhere else, it's become very flexible. But a genius of a language anyway. Greek is a genius of a language in another way. You know, and Sanskrit is a genius of a language in another way. And and um, English has its own genius, it so has French. You know, because, you know, French, oh look, I okay, could go on and on, all of them. All the African languages. Do you know the Eskimos have got 37 different words for ice? I don't know how many. I made that up. But they have got a lot of different words for ice. They've got words for blue ice and slightly greeny ice and um, porous ice and hard ice and pack ice and this ice and that ice, you know. Um, This is how, you know. Now, African Americans are in a unique position in the world where they're the only... Group of people, identity group, who hasn't actually got a language to fall back on um, in the face of um, you know, almost being forced to speak a language that is the language of their oppressors. So they're a bit stuck. But Candace is saying, all right, fight that somehow, you know, but don't fight it on language grounds. You won't win. You don't have time. You know, I think that's what she's saying. I think she's saying something. Oh, look, she's just saying, you're not going to win that one. You know, you're going to have some someone with a really excellent language, English, and who speaks it beautifully, and you're going to be arguing against that person, you're going to be coming across sounding like a rapper... And that person's just going to be looking at you like this. You know, you'll be saying, I ain't got no problem. You know, I, I, I will not, you know, I, don't, I can't even speak rap. You know, but however they speak rap. And, you know, that person's going to go, this is all, right. it's all going to be rhyming. And, you know, you're going to have someone who speaks beautiful English, maybe Candace herself, you know, another African-American. She's going to be just staring at the person, having and this other person. She has people in for interviews and I've seen a couple of those because my goddaughter has sent them to me and my goodness you know she speaks beautiful English and then you've got the other person on the other side of the microphone speaking and I I listen to Candace Owens and she's making sense to me and half of it is to do with her grammar and her expression and the other person tends to speak and you really have to concentrate what is this person talking about yeah he may have a brain in his head but um, that's being obscured, you know, whatever level of brightness he's got by this crap language he's speaking, because he's speaking in a non-correct way, and it's not high ha- and it's not hanging together. But um, because he's using double negatives and wrong grammar and wrong words and all that sort of stuff, and with rappers it goes even worse, you know, because they they use wrong spelling and all sorts of things, you know, it becomes a mess. Okay. That was all that. Well, that ended up a bit of a review of the previous episode, you know, the episode previous to this little mini-series, which is what it is now. Okay. But anyway, back to my, you know, my, um, my little game of playing psychologist for the day. Yes, I, I was imagining four different levels. You could imagine some sub-levels and some different levels too of people who uh, have an instinct to um, persuade and inspire others. Okay, and you can have level A, part A, no, type A people could be uh, people um, who don't have that need to have their thoughts allowed. A-L-O-U-D. See, that's the problem. The English has its problems too, slightly contextual and all that sort of stuff, but the point is it is evolved, Yeah. You know? Um uh, those people are com- uh, you might be characterised as being comfortable in their own skin, you know. But if they're having some genius thoughts, no one's going to know about them, because because they're type A people, they keep it to themselves. Maybe if someone asks them, they'll you know tell me what your ideas are. You know, someone might say to them, they say, well, what I think is boom, boom, boom. But the point is that has been asked for. So these people might be the most respectful of people, quite possibly. But some of the, you know, in that category also are very stupid people who aren't even having ideas. Well, that's not necessarily stupid. You can be an absolute genius and not have the sorts of ideas that people share on social media. You could be uh, the foremost rocket scientist in the world. An absolute genius. You could invent the theory of relativity, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And um, you could find a vaccine for coronavirus COVID-19. And and really have nothing to offer anybody in terms of ideas, but you are still a much more important person than the greatest influencer on social media, because you have found a vaccine for COVID nineteen, and you know you might be the true saint of the world. You know um, all these people, yeah, because you did the hard graft. You know you went through education and all that sort of stuff to make the world a better place. And um, you had the brains as well, and you found a vaccine. And there's other people, you know, like Harry and Megan for example, and all they do is um, just um, just quote John Lennon all their lives. Be compassionate, love is all you need, and all that sort of stuff. And everyone says, oh, wow, those people are geniuses. You know, but uh, what's their original idea? If they had an original idea, you know, um, yeah, it's like um, someone was telling me, you know, Kanye West is a polymath you know, someone told me, um, he's a would-be president. Would you want that system? You know, where someone like that, you know, who's got a known mental illness, you know, that he might um, be given, you know, theoretically, he might get the red button, you know, to launch nuclear armaments in the middle of a bipolar episode. Anyway, that's another sort of topic. But the point is, um, someone said he's a polymath. And, you know, I I sort of thought to myself, What? Give you one thing that in a polymathic way, polymathematic way, one thing he's come up with in his entire life. Or is he just rehashing other, you know, is he just good at communicating ideas he's heard from other people? You know, is he kind of a parrot, like me? Is Kanye nothing more than a parrot, parroting ideas that other people have, and then he, you know, passes them on? Has he had one idea yet? You know, because I was thinking of a polymath, Descartes. Um, and there's others, of course. You know, all the great physicists and all that also tended to be great philosophers and um, and great at... Uh,